being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you an architect, contractor, or engineer looking for more knowledge about energy efficiency? Here's your opportunity to fuel your future. PG&E's energy centers offer more than 500 free online classes. Get practical insights, continuing education credits, and prepare for a range of certifications. From industry experts through live webinars or over 80 on-demand classes, enroll at pge.com training. That's pge.com training. Can't get enough football? Look no further than the Good Morning Football podcast. Join me, Kay Adams, alongside Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt for a daily breakdown of the league's biggest stories. We do it all. We talk the personalities. We talk the game plans. We got fantasy tips. We got you covered for all your football needs. Yeah, and we got recaps. We do the retweets. And we give you all the reactions to the wild moments that you might have missed on and off the field. Listen to the Good Morning Football podcast weekdays on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wanted to know what's inside the vault at NFL Films? Well, I've got the keys, and I'm going to let you in. Join me, Andrea Kramer, for a new podcast featuring raw, unedited conversations between the legendary former head of NFL Films, Steve Sable, and some of the greatest figures in NFL history. Listen to NFL Films Tales from the Vault on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. 
Getting us set for a week 11 of the National Football League with one game already in the books. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Today's show is produced by Lee DeLapp, and you can always tweet us at I Want Your Flex. Week 11 started with a showdown in Seattle, Mike. NFC West kind of supremacy on the line. There it is, a three-way tie. Don't want to leave the Rams out of this. But the Seahawks and Cardinals played an affair on Thursday night at Lumen Field. That's a lot yes. more fun to say than CenturyLink. I'll say that much. Lumen Field and the Seahawks get a 28-21 victory. My three-point conversion didn't necessarily come to fruition, but not a lot of things came to fruition for either offense in the game on Thursday night. A lot of opportunity and some just missed, right? We look at DK Metcalf uh, with a touchdown reception early. Hey, everything's right with the world. And then the question of the night between the highlighter uniforms and the tinted visor, you know, is that what we can blame that second touchdown pass that should have been caught? I don't know why you're why you have it. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but did didn't make a lot of sense. So he leaves that, leaves some yardage on the field. Uh, beautiful throw from Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett. So you check that box. So they both scored, and Carlos Hyde gives you balance to the offense. Hopefully, folks got him in as a an RB two for this one. Fourteen for seventy nine. Russell Wilson uh, helped augment what was a whatever passable passing night right 197 and two zero picks great uh but 42 yards on the ground helps your fantasy cause on the other side i mean you just circle the total yardage from the arizona rushing attack to tell you the tale of the tape right when they only amass 57 yards both drake and edmonds get in so if you chose either side of that i guess you can fist pump and say all right at least got my touchdown so i didn't get the goose egg but certainly not uh a world-beating yeah. effort for Kyler Murray, 269-2. and two. It ends up looking a lot prettier in the box score than it did watching it, Dan. I want to start with Arizona because I think, and we heard it on the broadcast that we hear it talked about a lot, but when we hear Arizona leads the league in rushing, it's so deceiving because of Kyler Murray's effect. Like, yes. even, even with... Even with Baltimore, when you said, like, this is the top-rushing team in the NFL and you knew Lamar Jackson was running the football, you still had Mark Ingram running the ball, and that was a part of it. But when you look at the Cardinals and you think best-running team in the National Football League, Kenyon Drake gets his numbers because he actually just gets a lot more carries than people would actually think when it comes to his mm-hmm. numbers. And so that was deceiving, and that was a big, big part of, of Thursday night of Seattle being able to keep uh, him in check. A guy like Drake is only going to top out to what he is. Chase Edmonds had his opportunity to, see this, to seize the job when Drake missed the contest against the Dolphins, and then they just moved him right back into the lineup. So if you've got uh, an Arizona running back, I don't think that there's uh, anything here really that makes you excited about the future or things that are going to change from the first half to the second half. It just seems more of the same with Kyler Murray. If he ends up running, then their running numbers are up as a team. But if he doesn't like he did tonight, then those numbers are going to go down. Drake and Edmonds not really having an effect on it. Over 100 fewer rushing yards than their season average tonight or Thursday night in the loss 
to the Seattle Seahawks, right? Drake, 11 for 29, but he caught four passes for 31. So from a fantasy perspective, that's going to entrench him as an RB2 just based on having 15 touches. What you get with that week to week, good luck. The roller coaster is on. And then the wide open, that was one of the worst defensive breakdowns I think I've ever seen in an NFL game when Chase Edmonds, the little lollipop throw from Kyler Murray, because what was there, a good 20 yards between Edmonds and the nearest defender? And it was one of those, as it's looking it into his hands, it was almost like when we see the tackle eligible, like, you got to catch this, man. You got to catch this. It's the easiest throw you're ever going to get. And he secured it and all was right with the world. One other quick note on Kenyon Drake, and then I want to talk about the Seahawks quick. Outside of that 69-yard touchdown run when the Cowboys quit on that Monday mm-hmm. night affair, his longest run of the season is 20 yards. And when you when you drafted Kenyon Drake or had him from last year, you were expecting big plays in multiple places. And now yeah. we're saying – you got a bonus by having four catches. That's that's how life has changed for Kenyon Drake, and that's how it's likely going to continue for the Arizona backfield, even if you have Chase Edmonds on your team. Welcome to 2020. And DeAndre Hopkins, everybody's All-American, just five catches, 51 yards. He was outgained and outcaught by Larry Fitzgerald. You saw Larry Fitzgerald on the field, and maybe you, you brushed a tear away from your eye, Dan Byer, because you were remembering 2004. You were remembering 2005, 2008, all the way to 2010 when he was the most dominant force outside of the rock in sports entertainment. And now he's, well, he's Robin to DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins' Batman, I, except for one night. I wanted to look up the stat to see if he played under four different names in that stadium. And he was drafted in <laughs> 04, and it moved from Seahawks Stadium to Quest Field in 2004 in that summer. So he didn't get in the Seahawks Stadium umbrella. <gasps> so he on, only under uh, played under three naming rights of that stadium. On the Seahawks, I'm just going to say this. Chris Carson back in week 12. So if you have Chris Carson, that is a that is a positive for the Seahawks. But the days of Russell Wilson that like he had on Thursday night in the DK Metcalf situation, I think better days are ahead just because of who they play. But the days mm-hmm. that we had in the first half of the season for Russ just I don't think are going to be there. I don't that's not how Seattle wants to play. If the defense plays better, it's not as much on Russ's shoulder uh, Russ's shoulders. They'll get better. They'll have better numbers because of the schedule that they play. And trust me, an email just told me, it just said to me, Dan, the stats for the Seahawks will not be as good as they were in the first half of the season. Point being is the Seahawks I think will be on a a better path over the next couple of weeks but just don't expect what you had in the first half of the season doesn't this kind of remind you to some degree of as we had the rise of the legion of boom where you you, maybe the defense steps up a little bit we you and i off off air ahead of the podcast talking about the sacks against buff at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. And sometimes Josh Allen just holds the ball too long, but sack's a sack. Likewise here, they took care and contained Kyler Murray. So Dunlap and Jamal Adams, and maybe they're finding something. Likewise, when you get some semblance, you know, of a running game, sure that helps. you can actually yeah. grind out. And nobody's calling holding, generally speaking, uh, except on the safety. Uh, but the nobody's calling holding. Uh, we're at like 44, 45% is, is relative to last year that you can have longer drives, eat some clock, you know, keep the defense if you still have some questions off the field, which means you, you slow it down. They're, they still have the capability of the quick strike, quite obviously, with the, the burners they've got and the talent between Metcalf and, and Lockett. But Hyde and Carson, if they're available to them yeah the the numbers should go down for russell wilson it shouldn't be pinball numbers like we saw early in the season i will say this when it comes to holding there was a 40 yard pass to dk metcalf that was wiped away on a hold that basically damian lewis just got ran over but they called yes. holding wiped that out so we're gonna call it a wash when it comes to holding penalties from thursday night no chance, buyer. <laughs> Harmon's got his uh, undies in a bundle about that uh, holding call. And I say great call by Tony Carrenti and his officiating crew. Are you an architect, contractor, or engineer looking for more knowledge about energy efficiency? Here's your opportunity to fuel your future. PG&E's energy centers offer more than 500 free online classes. Get practical insights, continuing education credits, and prepare for a range of certifications. From industry experts through live webinars or over 80 on-demand classes, enroll at pge.com training. That's pge.com training. Have you ever wanted to know what's inside the vault at NFL Films? Well, I've got the keys and I'm going to let you in. Join me, Andrea Kramer, for a new podcast featuring raw, unedited conversations between the legendary former head of NFL Films, Steve Sable, and some of the greatest figures in NFL history, like Troy Aikman. Can you remember your feelings in that 
first Super Bowl, you talked to Michael and Emmett about that. About, you know, just, it was hard to breathe in the beginning. I couldn't, yeah, I, I was hyperventilating in the huddle. And the first pass to Michael, I threw it about 20 yards over his head, and I was thinking, holy cow, this is going to be, I mean, I, I, I got to get out of this somehow. Steve interviewed over 200 of the biggest names in football history, and you'll get to hear them in their entirety for the first time. Listen to NFL Films' Tales from the Vault on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sam Rappaport, host of Earning It, a new podcast featuring women breaking the NFL's grass ceilings from the field to the front office. I'm a former professional quarterback who dreamed of creating a pipeline to bring smart football minds into the game. I once said to Darcy and said, look, I'd like to hire two coaches who happen to be female. She said, heck yeah, go for it. It's not like I'm doing this to bust up the good old boys club. They just happen to be women. When you're looking to hire the best people, maybe if you're opening up the pool to everybody, you're getting even more exceptional people. This story will be told by NFL head coaches, owners, and of course, the women themselves. And we'll even go deep with Commissioner Roger Goodell. Jane emailed the whole iHeart team being like, Sam wants to know if she could curse. I'm like, I'm a football player. I didn't curse once, did I? Listen to Earning It, the NFL's forward progress on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, now the Cardinals and Seahawks are behind us, but it's not the only great matchup that we have in week 11 because looking ahead to what is available to us, we've got some dandy games. We've got the Rams and Buccaneers on Monday night. Sunday night gives us Chiefs Raiders from Vegas. Tennessee is at Baltimore. Green Bay's in Indianapolis. But let's start in the marquee matchup between the Lions and the Panthers, Mike Harmon. We, yeah, baby. We start there because of Teddy Bridgewater's status, because he suffered the knee injury Sunday in the game against the Buccaneers. When we last met, we were told it wasn't severe, but on Thursday, word pops up that it's unlikely Bridgewater goes against the Lions. You could be seeing, I think, P.J. Walker getting the start against Detroit for Carolina. P.J. Walker and Will, Will Greer. There we go. Uh, the change in tone and tenor. I still have to think that you go in and, and try to stretch the field, right? You got the wide receiver because you got to free things up for, for Mike Davis. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it could be seven or eight guys in the box just saying, okay, go ahead and, and try to beat us downfield. Because, you, you, look, they'll get creative. More Samuel probably as a as a runner and uh, perhaps as a passer again, which we've seen in the past. So get the ball in his hands. But certainly the loss of Bridgewater along with Christian McCaffrey takes a little luster off of that side of the equation here. Because, uh, you know, on, on paper – was a good spot for them and then on the for the Detroit Lions we've got the thumb issue from Matthew Stafford say nothing about you know wife's rants and anything else that's a whole other sports talk radio yes it topic is for another yes time. it is uh and Marvin Jones is banged up so you got a lot of the principles in this game Kenny Galladay still gone I mean it's it's well, you just don't have the star power well, you know? well the biggest is now DeAndre Swift because of the yeah. concussion that he must have suffered in practice or at some point because he was available on Wednesday and now he's listed with a concussion and word out of Motown at the time of this recording is that it's going to be very difficult for him to be cleared in time 
to pass all of the concussion protocols to be able to play on Sunday. So that is a big blow to Detroit because he was a difference maker in their win against Washington last week. Well, well, we just finally got past the force feeding of Adrian Peterson. Oh, thank goodness. And now we're right back to it. For fantasy purposes for this week, that's the hardest part is that Carolina has been so bad against running backs that Swift was a top five play. It's like, yeah. hey, let's go. Saddle, saddle up and, and let's see how big the overall numbers can be. And now we get to the workload split and you start fearing the whole legacy play. If they're in the red zone, does Adrian Peterson get to tack on some you know, career highlight stats to move them up rankings? Or do they really want to see if on Johnson has anything? Right, because right now they're evaluating his yeah. future. He doesn't. We know what but, Adrian Peterson's yeah. future is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Kerryon Johnson has anything. He's a nice third down back, but not what you thought that maybe he could have been coming out of Auburn. The, sun, right. the Sunday night game has so many levels because it's Chiefs Raiders. It's in Las Vegas. It's prime time. It's Andy Reid coming off of a bye week. And now it's victory lap. This is, I am, I, I don't know if I've been more excited for a game. The only bad thing is I'm going up against Patrick Mahomes in one of my leagues, and I mm. guarantee he's going to throw for 14 touchdowns on Sunday night. But I am looking forward to what happens in that battle of two AFC West rivals who don't like each other and really don't like each other this week. Yeah, this one's interesting because normally Andy Reid doesn't get into chirpiness. John Gruden's got no problem with it. But Andy Reid kind of talking about the bus victory laps and, and all of that, and Gruden responds. So we'll, we'll see if there's fiery uh, return on this. I mean, the Raiders only given up 19.6 fantasy points per game to quarterback. Didn't keep me from putting uh, – Mahomes as number one on my five, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, 14 touchdowns allowed against seven picks. But this is one where I think you can see everybody get fat in terms of statistics, right? When we talk about Kansas City and spreading the ball around, we obviously know Hill and Kelsey will get theirs. But where you've got a McCole Hardman, maybe this is one where you get a little bit more Le'Veon Bell as, you know, that really gets worked into the, the dual backfield and maybe Clyde Edwards Hilaire can restore some of the greatness that we remember back from week one yeah there there could be an opportunity and then there's also he came down with an illness and we don't know what illness means now when it comes to an injury report could we just be sick it could be more than that and that's something that we'll have to watch Sammy Watkins uh limited in practice so that's not good for for his comeback Michael Hardman dealing with his COVID issues so they're shorthanded but I still think that it could be 14 touchdowns for Patrick Holmes on Sunday night and because of that Mike because of that before we get to your rankings because of that I am going to play Harrison Butker to so I could get the 11 extra points of the 14 that he makes because he'll miss three of them but at least I'll get the 11 from the touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes well I'm hopeful that that works out for you because <laughs> what what happened in the Thursday night game is I saw an awful lot of people rush to the waiver wire to pick up Zane Gonzalez Oh, three points. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right? Thinking Seattle defense isn't playing well. I mean, look, and who could have expected uh, the the full effort that they gave? But, you know, there was a big swing and a miss on a, all right, let's try to play a matchup 
for week 11 and it, that came up snake eyes since we're just talking about vegas i thought i'd throw no it. i like it i and i you know what i like kicker talk because i have thought about kickers as well and it's almost like your offense has to be decent to good but good to great can burn you like that yeah because you, you, they can't be good enough where they're always scoring in the red zone or the field goals that you get are 27 yards. Or mm-hmm. or the other thing now is the offense can't be good enough that they are going to go for it on fourth and two from the 30-yard line where, like, you want the 47-yard field goal attempt. But if the offense is too good, coach would be like, leave him out of the field, we'll get it. Well, but that's it. You got to get the grid of which coaches just still are old school yeah. and will not listen to what percentages and stats and probability really mean in this. No, the gut says I got to get the field goal here, so they'll still kick it. You know, like Matt Patricia in Detroit. Sure. It's Matt Prater all the time, super super toe, one time after the next, or like Sebastian Janikowski would be. The Raiders would move the football. They couldn't put it in the end zone, so it was just, all right, Seabass, get out there. Oh, man, great, great times at Changing NFL. Let's get to the rankings. Mike Harmon's top five rankings for week 11 of the National Football League. First, he'll give you the quarterbacks, then he'll give you the running backs, and then he gives you the wide receivers. All right, let's race them through. I already gave you the Mahomes number one slot. I always always want to put him off and just say, ah, he's you're starting him and moving. But since they're top five rankings, and well, that's it. Mahomes against Vegas, the return bout off of one of the great games of the 2020 season. Number two, Justin Herbert going up against the Jets. Anthony Lynn termed this the most dangerous game left on the schedule. All right, the fourth quarter should just be circled. The fourth quarter uh, of every game is where the problems start. But the Jets, uh, fourth most fantasy points per game allowed to opposing quarterback, 16 touchdowns, seven picks, and Herbert just keeps winging it. Uh, Big Ben going up against Jacksonville. Fantastic effort last time out. Uh, They rebuilt him bigger, faster, stronger. Jacksonville giving up 23 fantasy points per game, 19 touchdowns thus far uh, on the season. Everybody plays everybody wins because you also figure that they'll torment young Luton into a couple of turnovers short fields so opportunity for Big Ben to do some stat padding if he feels like you know he wants to hear his name in the MVP talk as well uh number four I got Matt Ryan all the way up at New Orleans just a gut feeling that this one opens up a bit uh New Orleans only given up 18 fantasy points per game but they have given up 20 passing touchdowns on the season opportunity here for Ryan in the battle. And, and I know there's a lot of Jameis Winston uh, references coming up, at least in my notes here, Dan. Uh, and finally, I don't believe Lamar Jackson is dead uh, just yet. Like most uh, have given up on the Ravens. Yes. That's not the world beating offense of the past, but we've seen some big moments for him on the year the passing yards aren't there but against Tennessee you've got an opportunity they've also given up 20 passing touchdowns on the year so I'm going to look for Lamar Jackson little bit of redemption still a little nervous after the Nick Boyle injury of what that does to Mark Andrews in terms of his ability to leak out and become the and remain the pass catcher that he normally is Uh, but looking for one of the other speedsters of either Boykin 
or Brown to make a play and, and help push this and maybe more rushing yards for Lamar than we saw for Kyler Murray uh, in the Thursday game. With Matt Ryan at number four, I do think that the Falcons do want to get into his shootout. That would be that would behoove them, if you would say. So I, uh, I am with you on Ryan at number four. What about the top five running backs in week 11? Running backs for the week, Dalvin Cook, a uh, little slow down uh, against the Bears, as you would expect. But let's get him back up. Uh, why they've got the Dallas Cowboys uh, rolling up. Number two, uh, Kamara going up against the Falcons. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Uh, he'll retain his workload and as a pass catcher. Now we get to see what Jameis is and whether he's got more touch on the swing outs to his wide receiver, uh, to his running backs, I should say, than we've seen in the past. Number three, Josh Jacobs going up against Kansas City. Number four, I've still got Mike Davis, still bullish here, uh, going up against Detroit because they've just been so bad against running backs. But I, the, it is going to be incumbent uh, on the the passing game to at least take a couple of shots downfield uh, to keep the the linebackers at bay, and then finally. Uh, going a little bit of a price shot here with Kalen Balage, who had himself a big game. Uh, he is the leader in the clubhouse right now for the Chargers, and it's going back to schedule watching, figuring Herbert's winging the ball around and getting all the big receivers involved, which means some big running lanes for Balage to make uh, make some hay and give fantasy owners who picked him up on the waiver wire some some big returns. The, the Mike Davis situation is one that I also think is unique for a couple of reasons. Number one, last week we know Tampa Bay is pretty good against the run, and they showed it. Plus it was a game where the Buccaneers end up kind of forcing their will, and so he doesn't have as much of a role. But the Panthers have a bye in week 13 – so it is super late this season. And if you're Carolina, I thought maybe Christian McCaffrey was going to play this week, Mike. That, that, like, I thought it was a, a one-week situation with his shoulder that he was going to be A-OK. And now I'm sitting there saying, all right, well, is there more that we're uh, – that we're – you know to this are we missing something do they maybe want to just keep him out into the bye thinking they don't have a chance for it I do think that's something you should keep your eye on if you are a McCaffrey or a Mike Davis uh, owner in your fantasy leagues because I I was expecting McCaffrey to play this week and then when he didn't or they ruled him out so early I'm like maybe they're just going to keep him out the next two weeks and try to get through the bye I just something maybe, to look maybe at. it's Derek Bell and Operation Shutdown. <laughs> they, realize, they realize they're not a playoff team, so uh, and they've already signed McCaffrey and given him yeah. a giant novelty signing bonus check. So what's the sense of, of beating him up, right? You got myriad injuries. Davis has acquitted himself quite nicely. Uh, how would you like this for the first three picks of your fantasy draft, though, Dan? Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay. David Montgomery. Thank Ooh. you very much. <laughs> I listen. I had a first four pick of Michael Thomas, Kenyon Drake, and then Kenny Galladay. But I, I doubled down with Stafford. But that the the first three, uh, Drake yeah. at least has been pretty healthy, but he still stinks. So uh, I'm 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 right there with you. All right, let's go to the wide receivers. As we both get it. Now you want to know why we talk about Kenyon Drake so much? He's on both of my teams. He's the only guy that I put on both of my teams. Could I have picked a worse player to have on both teams? 
Oh goodness! Yeah, I've got, I've got some duplication in in the uh, industry leagues that I'm in as well. So cursing myself as I try to find a viable tight end uh, for Week 11 because George Kittle, he ain't come back, and uh, Jimmy Graham. Well, uh, I already did my rant from Monday night. You can go check out the podcast of our last episode. Uh, just well, you could hear when my veins started popping out of my head. Uh, so top five wide receivers: Tyreek Hill. I'm giving him the top spot. Six catches, 78 yards. The first game against Vegas. You're looking at a squad. They're middle of the pack. 14 touchdowns, and and they've generated 12 interceptions thus far. Number two. How about this for pushing him all the way up the ladder? Let's go. Terry McLaurin going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Eighth most fantasy points allowed to wide receivers thus far. Uh, Keenan Allen coming in at number three against the Jets. Seven or more targets in all but one game this year. I'm talking about volume going up against a bad Jets secondary. Number four, Julio Jones. We talked about the idea of a shootout. Why? Because you get into a shootout. Maybe you can get Jameis to start misfiring. Uh, And then number five for me, uh, as I talked about with Ben Roethlisberger, all those guys are going to get fed. This sets up, I think, as a game where Claypool can have another monster impact, uh, especially with some red zone action. So he's my number five this week. As you notice, no Devontae Adams. Sorry to our executive producer, lead to lap this one's a difficult one for me those are your top five wide receivers for week 11 in the national football league now we switch gears a little bit where mike's got the information of guys that you need to play that may not be in the top five but guys that you may just want to play this week in your lineup we call them the hot plays for week 11 hot plays yeah a couple of quarterbacks to lead things off cam newton going up against the planet houston uh and we'll, we'll get into some of the options when we get to the uh the ninja part of things but texans playing better football but cam so long as he's willing to put his body on the line in the red zone uh makes him a back-end number one quarterback for you and then talking about the minnesota vikings and the surge they've been on and the schedule setting up nicely for them as well kirk cousins couple of touchdown passes on monday night against the bears you got dallas here 10th most fantasy points allowed already 20 passing touchdowns allowed and they've only generated three interceptions so mm. even captain kirk shouldn't be able to throw this one away how do you like that uh naheem hines who's really caused a lot of grief for fantasy owners that went heavy on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Good matchup going up against Green Bay. Second highest fantasy points per game to opposing running backs, including 54 receptions and four receiving touchdowns. That's where he makes his hay. That's where he gives you an opportunity here. Uh, Go back to Minnesota. You got the Justin Jefferson because folks are still a little nervous, even even though I don't know that they've just only seen highlights and they see the Thielen touchdowns and they're not seeing what's happening between the 20s and how explosive he is and the opportunities that may uh, avail themselves but he's a guy that is just uh, a star in the making and we talked about it before I flipped the coin and I'm going to give you carry on Johnson as a guy that I'm going to pick up off the wire and I'm going to shove him in my lineup again running backs have been all blitzed by uh, injury and I'm going to take my shot Carolina has given up 1,500 total yards and 12 touchdowns to opposing running backs. Opportunity exists. Yes, Adrian Peterson is going to frustrate you to no end. I have no doubts about this. So make sure you have a couple of pairs of socks, 
bundled up next to you on the couch. And then you could throw those at your TV and they're not going to hurt the screen. You're not going to break anything. I would be throwing a lot at my screen if I had to watch Texans and Patriots on Sunday. <laughs> I I will I will fully admit that I am not going to be locked into that game. Not just because it's so much navy and red coming at me from from that matchup. Like that is a <laughs> that is a, those two exact color schemes basically. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I actually I, I I like the cam play. I had looked at some of the Texans and some of their plays as well. And I just, just uh, can't trust it. Can't trust anything with Houston right now. And so that game is going to be I, like, I'm more interested in, in Cincinnati and Washington than I am in what the Patriots and Texans will do like that. That is more intrigue to me by a mile. Like it's not even close. Well, I just think when we look at the where the Patriots are at the moment, left for dead a couple of weeks ago, for fantasy purposes, yeah, I, I don't know that uh, this is one you kind of hold your nose and hope, uh, and particularly on the Texan side of things, yeah. which we'll get to in a sec. But when, when we look at it just from a straight NFL perspective, it's like, all right, left for dead. I'm not saying they're any good, but they're in the mix. They're in the hunt, <laughs> and you still have – to a tongue of Iloa, and I, I love what they're doing down in Miami, but all of a sudden they're back up in, in a potential fight for the division title when tanking had been talked about, tanking for Trevor Lawrence, all of these narratives that folks have pushed, and lo and behold, in a monsoon, they win a game that suddenly puts them back in the playoff picture. I'm so glad I don't have Damian Harris, so I don't have to watch that game. All right, let's go to the cold sores. Watch Rex Burkhead catch a couple more <laughs> touchdown passes. <laughs> let's go to the cold sores. The guys you don't want to touch, you don't want to see, you don't want to play in week 11. Who are the cold sores, Mike, this week? Cold sores. Well, you know what? Big game hunting, as we're talking about. I could find myself finding the either or and sitting down Aaron Rodgers in a number of circumstances based on matchups this week. Uh, we talked about Stafford a little bit against Carolina, all the injuries, all the illnesses, and his thumb injury, which is really you know curious to see how the, the final weeks of the season progress. Uh, Nick Chubb going up against Philadelphia. Philadelphia sixth best against running backs, another team that – Look, man, I loved all the Doug Peterson audio from the week, and you and I on Fox Sports Radio as you hung out with me when Jason Smith was off, you know, gallivanting for his birthday, uh, talking all Doug Peterson and some of the yelling they were doing. But I think they rally here, at least defensively, they're playing some solid football offensively, uh, just shuffle up and deal. Uh, James Robinson going up against the Steelers. Steelers defense, the best in the game. Uh, maybe you get a couple of passes out of the backfield that help save your day ppr leagues and, and a little bit of yak but not one to write home about mike evans going up against the rams they're they're starting to get that habit of erasing people jalen ramsey getting it done last four games against the rams uh, almost seven catches per game and over 100 yards but this is one where i hang a star on it again so many mouths to feed as we talked about a couple of weeks ago that Maybe it's just a, all right, you and Evans, you and Ramsey go run around over there and we'll work over the rest of the field as we need to. And then finally, we mentioned the, the Texans and staying away from watching the game. I'm not going anywhere with, near Deshaun Watson this week and his receivers. They're all 
no better than mid to late WR2s for me in this matchup. I, I think New England, for all the losses uh, in personnel from the opt-outs and some of the injuries, they can still grind you on defense. So uh, I'm not looking for a big display here. I really want to watch that game Monday night between the Rams and Buccaneers. I do not want to watch it for any fantasy purposes. Like, I think the game is going to be great to see how it plays out. Rams really good defensively, but now you got to cross country trip, see what the Buccaneers can uh, do against a formidable defense. We saw them take care of Carolina. The game, how it plays out, how it changes things in the NFC, so intriguing to me. Yeah. Fantasy-wise, nothing uh, <laughs> that's well put yeah, yeah the Ram the rams are an absolutely fascinating team you know as we've talked about who's running the football and mcveigh they're they're putting up points right when you look at the end in at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Most weeks on the scoreboard, it's like, wow, they did that. But it's not the explosiveness, right? It's not the style and panache. There's a big word for the day. Uh, panache that we've seen of the past and what was indicative of the offense that McVay was running. Is that on golf? Have they caught up to him? Whatever you, you want to feel, it's just it's a different experience. And for fantasy purposes, you're just rolling the dice and trying to figure out how it how, how it plays out. Like no guy stands out statistically and analytically as the, the robust play. Let's hit up the guys that you may not think that you should play, but you should in week 11. We like to call them Fantasy Ninja. All right, let's get to the ninjas, Mike, for week 11. 
All right, Jacoby Myers, talk about him a little bit or in referenced him uh, in passing with the Cam Newton analysis earlier. Just the number of targets this kid's seeing. Uh, you've got a playmaker. You've got an opportunity against the Houston secondary. Uh, so I will continue that, right? If you're going to get that kind of work on, all I can promise you is opportunity. And if it doesn't come, uh, if you can't get to fruition and it's a two-catch out of ten target day, they, they at least looked in his direction. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, who's building a, a little bit of a reputation and opportunity in that Colts offense. Now T.Y. Hilton's back and, and more engaged, I think, than he looked to start the season. Uh, so with some eyes going his way in that Green Bay back seven, I think Pittman, as a runner, receiver, makes his play. Salvan Ahmed, yes, the breakout star of week 10 and everybody's waiver wire pickup if you're desperate for fantasy running back help uh 85 yards on the ground a week ago denver's already given up 1200 rushing yard, or 1200 total yards on the year and eight touchdowns to opposing running back so here's a spot as well and then to the from the quarterback position that again desperation by week maybe you have josh allen well the other quarterbacks don't matter now do they <laughs> Yeah, uh, Buffalo, Chicago, the Giants, and the 49ers on, on bye this week. I can't wait till bye weeks are over. Uh, Joe Flacco going up against the Chargers. Chargers giving up almost 21 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks, 18 touchdowns, and just four interceptions. For all of the hype here in Los Angeles about that defensive backfield, they sure as hell do not generate turnovers. <laughs> They've not been able to generate sustainable pressure. And Joe Flacco is at the point where all he's doing is putting stuff on tape for his future employer. So he's just winging the ball all over the place. So I'm looking for he uh, and Jamison Crowder uh, and maybe a little bit of Denzel Mims to make some plays. Well, the last time we saw Joe Flacco was on that Monday night affair. And there was some promise. There was there was some movement and... Uh, we'll see if it carries over in week 11. Those are your... I got one more for you, Dan. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought those were the last two. Oh, there's one more well, quarterback. I had, I had one more There's one more quarterback. If you want to call him a quarterback. I don't know what, what he is this week, right? We're celebrating Jameis and, and what he may be able to do against Atlanta, right? 26 fantasy points per game. What about Taysom Hill, who may be eligible in your league as a quarterback if you're in a 2B, 2QB league, but also as a tight end slash running back. Check your league settings and and what they've allowed you to put into the drop down he's going to see snaps he may see a red zone carry or two he's a pain in the neck going forward <laughs> and he has been all season long but now i think it's going to be even more exacerbated there they are your hot place cold sores and ninjas for week 11 need more football in your life look no further than the good morning football podcast join me k adams alongside peter schrager and kyle brandt for a daily breakdown of the league's biggest stories if you're looking for the secret ingredient that makes patrick mahomes so special or which sitcom best describes the cowboys season this is the podcast for you between interviews with the stars of the nfl previews of all the best matchups and weekly fantasy advice the gmfb podcast it's your one-stop shop for all things football whether you're a football fanatic or just a casual sports fan who enjoys a good laugh make sure to listen to the Good Morning Football podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's my turn to tell you what to do for week 11. Three, two, one. 
give me one reason. Yeah, this is where I give you one reason to start a guy and one reason to bench a guy. I'm going to give you one reason to start, and I'm going back to the well again. I'm trying not to take the easy way out, but I'm doubling down on Curtis Samuel. I told you a few weeks back to play him, and it worked out well. But the reason that I'm telling you to play him this week, Swiss Army Knife, because the Panthers need it, because they need a guy that does a bunch of different things with where they are, and Curtis Samuel fits that bill. So start him because he will be the Panthers' Swiss Swiss Army Knife, which is kind of what we talked about earlier in the show of how the Panthers may have to get creative. Curtis Samuel is the guy that can do it. More end arounds, Dan, like we talked about last week. The over-under on ends around in this game, probably about five and a half. I was going to say four and a half, so we're, we're kind of on the there same page. Yeah. And you mentioned big game hunting earlier in your cold sores. I may go for the biggest one of all. Don't bench this guy, but if you had to for one week during the season, I would bench Derrick Henry against the Ravens because of revenge. Revenge from what happened in the postseason last year. There is no way that that Ravens team is going to let Derrick Henry do what he did to them last January. Revenge. It's not even give you one reason. It's give you one word, and revenge is that word at week 11. I love it. This one is is a curiosity to me because we had some quotes from Ryan Tannehill over the course of the week as well talking about Derrick Henry's usage to this point in the season, right? Whether they go to the at my signal unleash hell, like, you know, gladiator going on here and Maximus, but uh, yeah, Baltimore, they've been hearing it. I do a weekly spot out there, and normally you get a few minutes, as you know, Dan, to, to talk to the producers, or maybe the host grabs the phone at the start of the commercial break. The uh, There's a lot of anger in Baltimore right now, and they're feeling it in the building. I expect a big effort out of them this week. I, uh, I, I'm not, again, don't bench him, but if you had to, this would be the week to do it. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Heading into week 11, three-point conversion. Would you like the honor to go first, or do you want me to take it, Mike? Oh, I want the ball, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win. You're, all right, oh, Hasselbeck so, this baby. Let's go. So, celebrate some Hasselbeck. Number one, R-E-L-A-X. This is the week you may have to bench Aaron Rodgers. Might be a, a soul-searching kind of time ahead of what is normally a big gathering holiday. You might be on an island by yourself saying, all right, it's time. All the big boys in my Green Bay lineup have to sit, except for, you know, you can go for MVS or Lazard as a WR3, but the uh, the big boys are tough plays. Number two, I am my captain. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Let's get him up against Dallas. Take advantage of the opportunity. Uh, maybe some Andy Dalton on the offensive side for the Cowboys, uh, but there's nothing defensively that's going to save them. Uh, number three, uh, Eaton W's with Jameis. Putting up numbers, going up against that Atlanta secondary. I think this is one where we get uh, we, we get to watch the pecking order spread out. Michael Thomas will have some targets. What the result is, good question. The last couple of weeks, not big numbers. But Emmanuel Sanders, uh, if Traquan Smith is up, maybe him. We talked about Taysom Hill, who does everything for them. Maybe uh, a little bit of love there. But Jameis will be winging it against a really bad Atlanta defense. 
And so this is a week in your daily fantasy leagues. He's probably still going to be pretty cheap and on the scoreboard. There are some tough matchups out there for your usual set it and forget it, guys. Javis is a, a more than adequate plug-in this week. I am not a believer. You're, you said to relax and to be wa- uh, watch out for all of the Green Bay guys. I'm going to just specifically focus on Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Just don't think it's their week against Indianapolis. Speaking of running backs, number two, beware of Ronald Jones the second. Last week was nice for the Buccaneers. The 98-yard run, the touchdown run was great for Tampa. But now you've got the Rams coming into town, and that's not going to happen every week. And I actually think that the Buccaneers go towards more towards where we saw maybe early on in the season. You know, Jones had some fumbleitis, but I think we're going to see more of Leonard Fournette uh, as, as well. And I just don't think Jones has as much room to run as he did against Carolina against the Rams. So be careful uh, with Ronald Jones this week and playing him. And finally, it was the I was debating Curtis Samuel or this guy in the give me one reason to start. Uh, instead of the smart Alec, let's go with the start Alex. Alex Smith, a starting play for Washington yeah. going up against Cincinnati. So if he's out there, you need a quarterback, uh, feel free to play. But if he's on your bench, there could be worse matchups. That, I mean, Mike's not big on Aaron Rodgers. I, I Go with Alex Smith. Points are points. They're playing Cincinnati. Give it a shot in week 11. Well, we get to celebrate J.D. McKissick some more. Little Gibson. Yeah, I dig that. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. Yeah, and in fantasy, helping you to the playoffs. I love it. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can get our executive producer, Lee DeLapp, who still thinks that Aaron Rodgers should be the number one ranked quarterback this week. You can find him on Twitter at <laughs> Lee DeLapp. He was giving us the look when we said that Alex Smith is a better starter than Aaron Rodgers. Hey, He's got the best of A-Raj as, uh, you know, for once again. So Alex Smith gets one over on Aaron Rodgers this week. Deal with it, Lee. You can always tweet us at I Want Your Flex. And then we'll be back for a Thanksgiving week special dropping Tuesday morning. Best of luck to you, Mike. Best of luck to you, Lee. And best of luck to all of you in week 11 in your league or leagues. I know I'm going to need it. We'll talk to you later. I'm Sam Rappaport, host of Earnin' It, a new podcast about women who are breaking the NFL's grass ceilings. I went to Darcy and said, look, I'd like to hire two coaches who happen to be female. This story will be told by NFL head coaches, owners, and of course, the women themselves. I even go in with Commissioner Roger Goodell. I didn't curse once, did I? Listen to Earnin' It, the NFL's forward progress on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Logan Ryan, captain of the New York Giants and host of the NFL Player Podcast. We're trying something different. An active NFL player hosting a podcast, which is for NFL players and legends, as much as it's for the fans. This is my first podcast, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to talk football, but also about lots of other issues that affect us all. We'll be talking with other players and legends, so it's going to be real and an honest look at life in the NFL. Listen to the NFL Players Podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Can't get enough football? Look no further than the Good Morning Football podcast. Join me, Kay Adams, alongside Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt for a daily breakdown of the league's biggest stories. We do it all. We talk the personalities. We talk the game plans. We got fantasy tips. We got you covered for all your football needs. Yeah, and we got recaps. We do the retweets. And we give you all the reactions to the wild moments that you might have missed on and off the field. Listen to the Good Morning Football podcast weekdays on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.